The two-state solution is still best, by Matthew Iglesias in defense of a cringe idea. Saying you support a two-state solution to the Israel-Palestine conflict is the most cringe position imaginable. If you want to participate in pro-Israel politics, you're supposed to say that Israel has repeatedly offered this only to have it rejected so there's nothing more to talk about, and certainly no case for pressure. Besides, everybody knows that anti-Israel politics is just anti-Semitism, so it doesn't matter what the Israeli government says or does about anything. And if you want to participate in contemporary pro-Palestinian politics, you're supposed to agree with Youssef Munayer that the two-state solution is dead, and agree with Ben Burgess that from the river to the sea is nothing more than a call for democracy and equality. Meanwhile, Mansour Abbas, who heads the most important political party for Palestinian citizens of Israel, supports a two-state salute. The governments of Egypt and Jordan and of America's allies in the Persian Gulf support a two-state solution. A two-state solution is endorsed by the Palestinian Authority in Ramallah. It's also endorsed by Marwan Barghouti, the most popular Palestinian political leader who is currently sitting in an Israeli prison for his role in orchestrating the Second Intifada. It's backed by United Nations resolutions. In theory, it's backed by Joe Biden, though as his critics will point, there's no teeth to that position, since in practice, U.S. support for Israel is not conditioned on anything relevant. But a key reason that Biden's two-statism is so hollow is that when Barack Obama tried to exert meaningful pressure toward two states, he was undercut in Congress. A lot of pro-Israel politicians in both parties are at least nominally in favor of such a solution. But they are more in favor of being pro-Israel than of any particular outcome. So they don't favor pressure particularly in a context where the Israeli government has clearly turned the page on this. But that still leaves us with the question of Palestine. I think that if you're a young person who's on the left because you think climate change is real and abortion rights are important and health care should be a right rather than a privilege, you almost certainly also think that it's awful to see so many Palestinian civilians dying in Gaza. You probably sympathize more as the poll, listers say, with the Palestinians because they are suffering more. And you would like to be pro-Palestinian. If you look around at what your peers are posting, it's clear that the pro-Palestinian thing you're supposed to say is that Israel is settler colonialism, similar to apartheid South Africa, and that system should be destroyed. Realistically, 99.9% .9 of people aren't going to put any more thought into it then I want to signal solidarity with Palestinian suffering, so I'm going to repost these slogans. If someone shows up and says, look, guys, if we tell Israel that we want free Palestine from the river to the sea, occupation and war will continue indefinitely. Whereas if we tell Israel that we want an independent Palestinian state, we might be able to get it. That person is going to get yelled at. Idiots on the internet are happy to yell at Rashida Tlaib for insufficient anti-Israel posturing. So no normal person is going to stand up for the view that mode. Ration of Palestinian demands is the best way to achieve a better life. But there's still the matter of Abbas and the other Abbas and the Arab League and the UN and most of the other people close to the situation. So it's worth saying that the cringe position here is the correct one. The most plausible path by far to a better life for Palestinian people and to a more peaceful region 
is the creation of two independent states for two people. The myth of Israeli gene. Rosity, a perennial issue for countries attempting external-facing propaganda, is that the internal audience also sees it, and the content of the external message is influenced by internal concerns. And I think that Israeli messaging on the conflict Hasbara has so influenced Israeli domestic opinion that a lot of Israelis have become genuinely confused about what's been going on. Here are some true things. In 1948, when Jews represented about a quarter of the population of 